0: Happy Halloween, all you Holly weirdos out there. Bryce and I decided to give you a little treat. We decided to compose a little list, and that is some of the most haunted schools in California. Just gather around as you turn up the volume while you put on your Halloween makeup and get into your Halloween costume as we talk about some of the most haunted universities, high schools, and even elementary schools in the West Coast. We see you over there in Ontario, California, Chaffee High School. And what about you red devils over there in Pomona High? And you're looking kind of creepy over there, Bakersfield High. And what's the deal with scary dairy over there at Cal State Channel Islands? It seems like you have more than just a haunted dairy farm. We'll say it once and we'll see it again. You better grab that Himalayan salt lamp. And maybe sprinkle a little circle of salt around your bed tonight, because we are going to get too ghoul for school as we go down our list of some of the most haunted schools in California. So now let's get into the school spirit. Hey guys, happy Halloween. Spoopy. It's October 30th, 2021, and we just thought, let's do an impromptu episode because it's been um, a bit of a crazy month.
1: It has been an insane month.
0: What a year today has felt like. Yes, literally, though. (laughs)
1: Like, I always, at the end of every day, I have to write these little like reports for how much money we made that day. Uh And I almost every day start writing and I type like March. Like Mart and like oh wait we're in October yeah like where did this year go and tomorrow I've will said, be twenty twenty five like when I hit October because of like remember how the school used to be broken up into like the four quarters yeah so it was like once you hit October that's it you're in the new year like mm-hmm. it's just a sprint to the end now I'm like what. The-?
0: I know. It has gone by so fast. I was just thinking last night, oh man, like literally next week I have to take down my beloved no, children. My look so beautiful in Halloween here. decor. No. I got my little ghost tablecloth right here. I don't want to let that go.
1: I just think it can be spooky season all year round. Yeah, I know.
0: Spooky turkey <laughs> don't season. Don't tell Charlie. I know. We're he's...
1: just keeping all of this up. It's yeah, fine. he's like, oh
0: boy. <laughs> he's in the other room just cursing us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You might be hearing our other co host Mia, Ooh. the boxer, my little baby boo right here, our little fur baby, but she's taking a little nap. But guys, we wanted to give a couple of shout outs before yes. we jump into the school spirit of this episode <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yes. We wanted to give a big shout out to Sophia Temporelli, yes. the ghost host and her pops, John Jan. I I don't know why I want to call him Jan. Jan. Jan.
1: That Midwest. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We just had a really awesome interview with them this afternoon. And on Live Paranormal, follow her, the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli. And if you don't know much about her, she has the ability to see dead people.
1: Very sixth sense. Love that.
0: uh, Yes, she is a female an investigator, a spectacular paranormal mm-hmm. investigator. I think between the ages, I could be wrong. I think when she was between the ages of seven to eleven, uh, she was very young. She investigated the Queen Mary wow. with the infamous Peter James, rest in peace, and yeah. his uh, mustache. Yes, have you ever seen pictures of, it's <laughs> of like Peter
1: iconic. James? You know, you know how I feel about a mustache. <laughs> It's very positive.
0: Right. I was always like so enamored with it. He had this white shoulder length hair and yes. then the the, the the black handlebar mustache. My boyfriend
1: is always like, I'm going to shave my beard. I'm going to shave. I'm like, no, no. not if you're going to keep dating me. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real treat, as you can tell.
0: I know. I like a good man with facial Ugh, hair. Same. Charlie has it too. He does. He looks good. I know, doesn't he? I, every time he tries to shave him, like, mm mm, mm mm. No.
1: That is not how this like,
0: works. <laughs> when he, he did that once, and I'm like, who are you? What are you doing in yeah. my house, stranger? Yeah. Uh huh. It's so like what when do? a stranger calls, when a stranger all of a sudden shaves his beard.
1: And look, it's not. Everyone can't grow a beard. So I'm not. I get it. I and know. that must suck. Because I. For the longest time thought I could not grow a beard. You're I growing actually patches. No. So here's the thing. Guys, I, I was patches. so paranoid. No, I never was, thank God. Oh, uh God. no shade. <laughs> I because I was so paranoid of having like, you know, in high school when like the guys are like trying to grow facial hair, but it's like splotchy or thin or like a yes. trash stash, I was so paranoid. I shave. I clean shaved every day. Oh wow until I was like a junior in college and then I had been cast in a show uh once upon a mattress which was made famous by Carol Burnett. Oh,
0: yes, I remember uh, that.
1: It's such a cute show, and I was playing the knight, and so i like, well, I'll just see. Like, I'll just try and grow a beard, and if it's good, I'll keep it, and if not, like, we can get a fake one. And then this is what happened. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it oh, looks great. I will not be clean shaving it looks ever fantastic. again. fantastic. Thank God, because I'm so lazy now. <laughs> like, mm, I guess I'm a beard girl now.
0: Another shout out that we want to give out Mm. is to our friend, our head Mm. witch, Zachariah the Witch. You're not following him, please do. Zachariah the Witch on Instagram Mm -hmm. and Facebook. He had a uh, medical scare. Yeah. This man was paralyzed. Crazy. He was able to heal and get on his feet, literally, get on his feet and perform at Mm -hmm. uh, Beauty of Burlesque. Yeah. Which was a week and I think almost two weeks ago now. Yeah. No, a week ago and do his um do his uh, services at the Raven Society. Yeah. So I
1: just love him. He he's such like a welcome like for anyone who doesn't I, feel comfortable yeah. like myself. If you feel a little overwhelmed by the paranormal or witchcraft mm-hmm. or any of these things, and if you are intrigued, he's so good. I have always felt at meeting people where they're at and welcoming people in while also educating. I think that's such a hard balance to find. I think a lot of people in this community uh, can err too far one side or the other. They're either like gatekeeping and they don't let anybody in. (laughs) Yes. We just experienced that a
0: couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Or they
1: just meet people and they're like, whatever you do is fine. And there's no reverential spirit towards the history of the craft or the land that we're on. And he, I think does such a good job of, maintaining the honor of the practice while meeting people. I don't know. I just have so much respect for him and I'm so glad he's doing better. Absolutely.
0: One hundred percent. So he is doing phenomenal. He's doing fantastic. Um, Show your support. Follow him. And we're just happy that we still get to have him around. I mean, this man has been, he, Passed away for several minutes. Remember in that episode when so he was telling crazy. us, like he's like, yeah, I died for a couple of minutes and came back. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, okay, right,
1: calm down, <laughs> now Julia Roberts and fucking <laughs> what is it with uh, Kiefer Sutherland when they all like kill themselves?
0: Oh my god, what is it? Uh, liner something liners. Flatliners, flatliners, flatliners. I love that movie. Yes, and then they try to do the remake, and it was like, never do that again. No, 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 no. No, we, no, you do not touch her. No. mm -mm. But but we were just so happy that he is making a fantastic recovery. So. Kudos to you, Zach Zachariah, and we hope that you make a full one hundred percent recovery. Even yes. though it looks like you have, I know, crazy, I know, but you, you know, we're just so happy that we still have you around.
1: I know. Mm.
0: All right, now um, I speaking like, of who are these people, I don't I know, know them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, so please stop calling me.
0: <laughs> we are fans. <laughs> Love us. Well guys speaking of patches Uh-oh. and um, high school boys trying to grow their beards in high Ugh. school we're gonna be talking about some of the most haunted
1: schools yes. in California.
0: So are your nerves okay Bryce? Yeah
1: I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie I, I have been hiding in the comments of our TikTok videos because every time <laughs> they come up, I just like make sure that the comment page is pulled up so that if there's any jump scare, I don't get too scared. But they've been very tame and Yes. Very user friendly. Oh I <laughs> like yes, to I hide can, in
0: the comments whenever yeah. they're like, oh look closely in this in this TikTok video. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I always
1: have to do it on Thalassophobia <laughs> TikTok. I oh, am no. so addicted because I there's two. I have thalassophobia, and there's another one where it's like man-made objects that are submerged in water, <gasps> and it scares me so bad. I like want to throw up when I, I like the thought of a shark swimming underneath my feet makes me want to vomit. Yeah, but I can't look it. away. I, yeah. I cannot look away. Even so even when to, like, I'm in
0: the swimming pool,
1: oh, I will not swim in pool <laughs> at night. Absolutely not. Like no, 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 no. But I like can't look away. So I always have the comment pulled up so I can like. <laughs> Hide and still kind of watch it. I'm such a baby.
0: Well, we'll be talking about the most haunted schools in California. Um, If you've been following my TikTok series, Mm -hmm. I've been covering the most haunted high schools and universities. And trust me, there are quite a few. I mean, (laughs) I am so shocked with some of the histories of these high schools. Like they were built either on top of or next to a graveyard.
1: Yeah. Possibly... And Indian burial ground? We just, like, are not good at learning lessons. No, we are not. <laughs> it's
0: like researching these schools and how they were established. Even back then, mm-hmm. they, they didn't have enough land.
1: Like, just don't don't build things there. It's yeah. so simple.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a graveyard. We could just build a, a condo mm-hmm. or maybe an organic, like, horse farm right there. Like, yeah. it would be fine.
1: Or, I don't know give the land back to the people that care about it exactly you know, exactly that, that too. old thing just some light reclamation work. <laughs> go figure i'll never not love the meme that's like it's almost like this country was built on an indian burial yeah, ground yeah. like yeah
0: oh, <laughs> e- e- yeah yeah well let's get into some of the most haunted schools in california along with some that have some chilling Mm. haunted legends and accounts. Now you guys remembered when we had done our own episodes of our former job Mm -hmm. that was a haunted school. You can look for those episodes labeled, is our job haunted by the ghost of Charlie Chaplin, part one and Mm two. But let's go the distance and find out what and where the most haunted schools are located in California. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of our California listeners have stories and legends of their former high schools or universities. And we would love to receive them for our yes. part two of most haunted high schools and universities in California. So if you want to send them over to Holly Weird Paranormal at Gmail, we would definitely love to read them. Bryce, not so much. And I do will a part still two. read them. <laughs> but I you won't be too happy. About I'll be them, scared.
1: Right?
0: It's fine. <laughs> Brace. Did you ever have a, a haunted school? Like, did you not, attend one? Not or? a
1: high school. Okay. Not that I, well, not that I can remember. High school was. I I don't think there was anything. There were some strange incidences at our high school, but they were all very like, how did this man-made thing? Like, they were all very explainable. I don't think there was anything. But at the university that I went to in Indiana, yes, there were several instances of. At the time, I wouldn't have even known what to call it. But now I would say that they were like paranormal observances. And ironically, uh, for those of you who are new listeners or don't know, I went to a very conservative Christian school in Indiana. I'm just going to choke on that. I can't even say it. I'm haunted (laughs) by my school. Um, And so we had, I remember specifically as a sophomore, and this missionary had come to speak at chapel week. And he later became a professor, I think, of theology or worked in the theology department. And he was talking and he he said, you know, I've been a missionary for, at that time, it had been like 20 years. And uh, he had been a missionary in Southeast Asia. I don't remember which country specifically. And he said, no matter what, whenever I come to this school, the spiritual activity at this school far outweighs anything that I've seen in the field. No. And that always really struck me as like, you know, Indiana is sort of like the white bread state of the country mm-hmm. it's literally the, the slogan is the like crossroads of america like crossroads <laughs> isn't like drive through and don't look <laughs> back okay no offense to indiana yeah um but it's just so interesting that like this person who you know i some of the activity that i have also seen has been in southeast asia uh in my time in thailand and you know we kind of think like oh we're at this christian university it must not have that much like people there don't really believe in the paranormal and if they do they're probably calling it more like angels and demons and spiritual warfare that those kind of labels probably apply more but and like because it's you know, in this little bubble, you would think, like, oh, there might not be that much happening there. And he's like, no, this is the place where, like, the most things are happening.
0: Yeah, it's a seventh circle.
1: Yeah, so I personally never experienced anything there. Uh, If you go back to some of our earlier episodes, the theater that I worked at was in that same town, and Mm -hmm. that is where most of my haunted experiences came from. Uh, The incidents uh, in the field where I saw the shadow creature, that happened in that same town. Um, That town allegedly has like a large KKK presence. They have a large, uh, just a lot of different convergences there. There's a lot of business there in the orthopedic Mm -hmm. market. There's a lot of churches there. It has the highest per capita church uh, concentration in the country. It has a very large and active KKK, as I mentioned. So it's just a weird area in general. Mm-hmm. Um, again, nothing specifically happened to me at school that I'm able to remember. Uh, Just stories that I heard and things like that But even then at the time it was really attributed To like spiritual warfare from the devil So take that with a grain of salt
0: (laughs) You can listen to those stories In Listener's Tales Part 1 Bryce has a really good one about the theater Mm -hmm. Um, I had one actually With Tulane University Summer Lyric Yes, but I remember my My high school, I lived in Texas For a bit Mm -hmm. and I went to high school There in spring and um, I'll tell you this little story We were doing a performance in October Mm. I believe I remember because we all arrived to the theater um, to get ready in our costumes, and we're gonna get back into our costumes to uh, go to a Halloween party after our performance of Fortinbras. Oh
1: yeah, have you ever heard of that yeah. show? It's a dramedy. It's yeah. like a
0: sequel to uh, Hamlet, yeah. but it it has some humor to it. And during intermission, our stage manager finally comes backstage. Because we were noticing like how she was kind of like fidgeting and kind of got serious at one point during one of the acts because she was just like on her headset going crazy. We're like, what's going on? Like, what is she talking about? Like, did something happen to someone skip a line or miss a cue? No, she comes backstage to tell us that she saw someone in the catwalk. during one of the acts. And she was asking us, hey, which one of you guys were in the catwalk? And we're like, hey, we're all backstage. Right, we're in a
1: show. Because in
0: order to get to the catwalk in our theater, you had to pass the audience seats. Like you had to pass a certain section of the audience seats in the front of the theater to get to the entrance of the catwalk. It was built weird, um, to which is why they have a brand new theater as of now. So we were just like perplexed and really intrigued who was in the catwalk. And we were like, well, what about so-and-so in the lighting booth? And she was like, that's who I was with on the headset. I was going frantic, trying to figure out who was there, and I thought it was him. He was still in the booth, and he even saw some movement on the catwalk. So To both see it from, like,
1: different angles? Yeah, it was crazy.
0: And it was perfection, because it was October. Right. And we were like, okay, let's do our own ghost time. So after the performance, we all, as a cast, along with the stage manager, go up the steps to the catwalk. And it's a bit of a creepy little area. So we get there, and there's a section, there's little, like... Like little concave or a vestibule where they have like all these little wires and lights stored, and then we notice these little storage carts were lined in a row away from the wall. And so the stage manager goes and plays Nancy Drew. And she goes, <laughs> in the typical cart. stage manager fashion. <laughs> yes. Like and if you need something
1: investigated, get a stage, stage manager. Stage manager always. They will figure it out.
0: She um it's like oh my god, what the hell is this? And we thought it was a joke. We're like, come on, like, mm-hmm. stop kidding. It's Halloween. No, we go back there. There's a sleeping bag, a <sighs> pillow, and an alarm clock, and empty potato bags, and like potato chip bags, yeah. and um, Coke cans. And we're like, was some- is someone sleeping here? Like, who's who's been camping out here? Oh
1: my god.
0: And we turn and look at the lighting guy, We're like, have you been camping out here? And he's like, don't look at me, that's, that's not my mess. This is the first time I've seen Ugh. this. After that, we left. Uh, the stage manager tells our drama teacher, mm-hmm. drama teacher tells the administrators, a week and a half, almost two weeks later, we find out that it was a hermit. Some guy was living oh my in God. that little area of our school and he had been living there for three months and we were like how did we how did you not notice this they're like this is the first time we've seen it and i i guess he didn't think like no one was going to be walking the catwalk or oh being in that God. area so we were figuring okay this guy had to have waken up really early packed up his stuff cleaned mm. up the area and then left and would come back like how did after, he get
1: in and out of the school? That is
0: our biggest question. But you know, we had a lot of a- after-school activities, so he probably wandered in and just made his way into the theater.
1: Just some random guy that no one's like, "Hey, who's who's, who's this? He here I for? know
0: it was the oddest thing. It like, was.
1: I graduated in two thousand five, so that was like right on the cusp. Like, obviously, I grew up in. A post Columbine era, but our school never had like, when I was there, like metal detectors. There was like sign in, Mm -hmm. but it was manned by like students on their free period. So like some freshman girl would be like, Hi, sign in here, please. Like they're not going to stop anybody from coming in. So like, I think our generation was really like the last ones to not have like, much Absolutely. more heightened security.
0: Yeah, we didn't have much at our school. And now I know it's But even like then, then like,
1: I don't think someone could have gotten in completely unknown. I mean, I would hope not. Jesus. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's possible well, at our old job in right. Hollywood, We're someone ended up doing that, remember? Yes. <laughs> and we had security mm-hmm. 24-7. But here's the big question. Why are schools hot spots for mm. paranormal activity? Colleges and universities, even high schools, need a lot of room, and they're often built on top of older structures. Mm. It's very, very possible that psychically potent environments with a lot of possibilities for the sort of mental energy Happens to attract spirits, stress, emotion run very high in schools, colleges, grade schools with so many of those young minds just mm. starting to find their way in the world. We talked about this in our is our job haunted by the ghost yes. of Charlie Chaplin parts one and two. The old cliche of a school being built on top of an Indian burial ground or mm. haunted battlefield is more common than you think we see you in. Inaqua Edenfield the over colors. there in Savannah, because <laughs> she oh can God. tell you some hey schools that were built over old battlefields. I'm... There, this is even truer for California colleges and high mm. schools. But there's so much drama and history in the state that it's no wonder ghosts are literally everywhere here. Mm. But whatever the reason, college campuses and high schools are great places to be spooked out. So, where are these haunted schools in California? Better yet, where are these schools in and around Los Angeles? Yeah. Because we have quite a few. Now, in A Thousand Oaks, you'll find Mm -hmm. California Lutheran University on the grounds. The Mount Clef dorm has quite a reputation for haunted interest. This dorm is known for its ghosts, including one of a young boy who is sometimes seen roaming about the halls upstairs, closest to the 300 section rooms residents blame him for the doors that they had closed and locked before retiring in the night only to find open Mm-mm. students have uncovered mud that has mysteriously appeared in their
1: beds and disappeared not in the bed oh at no at times
0: it's either like dude you're not wiping very well or what are you doing in the night? are you sleepwalking oh what's going God. on now, some have experienced their pillows thrown to the other side of the room as they slept in the middle of the night. Some were literally yanked right from under them as they slept, and rumor has it that the dorm has, was built in the same site as an old hotel where the murder of a young boy supposedly took place. I would be very pissed if a little boy or a little ghost boy was disturbing my slumber. Right.
1: I always talk about how scared I am all the time. And that remains true. I think the, the fight or flight when I'm sleeping would kick in very quickly. It's obviously I'm just fight. like water bending holy water through a squirt gun <laughs> and, like crosses flailing like do not mess with my sleep. If you're taking my pillow or waking me up or dragging me out of my bed, <laughs> we're gonna have a very serious problem. Like, no no no. Anything that wakes me up is it's on site. Yeah. If it's normal nighttime, I'm the biggest baby, as you have seen and can attest to. But like yes. if you wake me up <laughs> fighting words. Like no 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 no.
0: What is your solution for dealing with ghostly children in the middle of the night? Bring in Bryce Mitchell Williams. Yeah, exactly. I will. (laughs) I will fall asleep (laughs) immediately.
1: My boyfriend's always like, "I've never seen someone who can fall asleep so quickly." I'm like, "I know it's a gift." (laughs) We can be having this conversation, and I could fall asleep mid mid sentence. Yes,
0: that's my husband. Every time I try to bring him to the movies, like Dune, for example, he fell asleep in the middle of Dune. I'm like,
1: "No." In his (laughs) his defense, that is a three hour long movie. Yeah, that is a nap time.
0: that was a very slow movie. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts on it, but I I, I, I love their storyline. It's going to pick up in parts I, two and three. That's just me. Have That's you I mean. read
1: or seen the original? Yes.
0: Oh, yes. So
1: I, this is, I'm a virgin. I'm a Dune virgin, but I'm very excited. But my life goal, I did not know this. I have mm-hmm. two. marry Oscar Isaacs. I already knew that one because he's so talented and beautiful. <laughs> I love him so much. The second one is to be in the like lady cult where they like say words and people have to do what they say, but they like wear flowing chiffon pieces everywhere, like veils. Yeah. Goals. That is honestly all I want. I could
0: definitely skip a hair day and a makeup day just by wearing that.
1: Beautiful. I
0: know, and I look stunning in black. Anyone so slimming of a color.
1: So that's those are my two goals for the new year.
0: Now in Burbank, we've also mm. included this in our Haunted Burbank Tour episode, the College mm. of Woodbury University, who used to run as which used to run as a monastery. It is believed that the ghost of Mother Cabrini is a visitor of the campus and this mm. nun who once lived on the premises is said to be behind the ringing of the bell in the bell tower that chimes at late hours in the night.
1: Mm-mm, I don't like that. I'm going
0: to give a really good pun. pun you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> With the nonsense. Oh, nonsense. bye. <laughs> <Goodbye>. Ba-dum-bum. Ba-dum-bum. <laughs> All right. So head on over. Let's head on over to Laxon uh, Auditorium, found oh. in Cal State University. In Chico, to encounter the spirit of an older woman who has been spotted by people performing plays while on stage, they claim that she takes a seat at one of the balcony locations. And it seems that she's always choosing to sit in the same seat every single evening. But when anyone attempts to find out if this is a real person or not, she simply disappears. And Santa, Sen- <laughs> you,
1: you want your seat, you yes. just want your place. That is to be your held. seat. I get that. Mm-hmm. I had. Uh, season tickets to the Pantages and Mm -hmm. there actually is something really fun about like you go and like you always know where your seat is and they they escort you and I I respect that ghost
0: (laughs) you have a connection to your seat yeah and that's it yeah In San Rafael, a trip to Dominican University will bring you closer to the ghost who is called the Blue Boy, Mm. who is said to have lost his life when he drowned in the bathtub, and they believe he haunts the site of his death, Mm. where unexplainable wet footprints have been uncovered. Mm. In Hayward, students attending Cal State University may become acquainted with the ghosts who are said to dwell close to Robinson Hall. And these sightings usually take place around 10 p.m. and consist of a male and female who are rather friendly to those he or she comes in contact with. Some claims that the female sometimes wears a little Bo Peep costume. That is... Like, what in the Carol Ann of to, is uh, yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not here to kink shame <laughs> anybody, but oof. We got some kinky ghosts. Oof. What in the hell are they doing in Cal <laughs> <They Girl>. State? <laughs> university of California, Irvine has a ghostly mother in search of her daughter. And San Jose State University has some World War II ghost. But what university is the most haunted in California? Well, we actually have a tie. San Francisco Art Institute and Cal State Channel Islands, mm. both locations have the craziest activities mm. and personal accounts. So we're going to start with San Francisco Art Institute. Mm-hmm. Let's go to San Fran. Woo. So Russian Hill sees plenty of haunting activity mm. within San Francisco and the San Francisco Art Institute is built right in the thick of it. Sitting on top of what some claim keyword is claim sure. former graveyard and the institute sees activity such as light flickering, phantom footsteps, and doors mysteriously opening and closing on mm. their own accord. Mm. Yes, yeah. so according to sanfranciscoghosts.com The San Francisco Art Institute was established in 1871, along with the San Francisco Art Association, and the group was put together to promote local and regional artists who have wished to showcase their artwork to various enthusiasts and art collectors that have lived in California and even all over the country. Wow. In three years time, the association had gained well over 700 members and the student count would soon increase as the institute, then known as the Mark Hopkins Institute of Art, allowed students from California School of Design were able to sign up for classes. So the Hopkins Institute was soon destroyed along mm. with the large part of the city during the earthquake and fire of 1906. Oh, wow. The replacement value was set to be estimated around $3 million. However, thanks to a generous insurance policy, the Institute was rebuilt within a year. The campus was rebuilt and later named the San Francisco Art Institute. And in 1916, the San Francisco Art Association merged with the San Francisco Society of Arts Hmm. and took over its operations of the San Francisco Museum of Art at the Palace of Fine Arts. That's a lot of art. A lot of art. The school relocated to its current address of 80 Chestnut Street in 1926. Now, here is where are we go in with the ghost series. <clears throat> ready? You got your coffee there? I'm ready. Okay. Rumors have spread for many years that the San Francisco Art Institute at its current location had been the subject of hauntings. One such rumor that had been floating around for a while was that the campus was once a burial ground of those who had died during the gold rush years. Over the years when construction workers were renovating the campus, including the tower, there have been reports of tools being moved around and even misplaced. Students and faculty of the past have often heard... Phantom noises such as footsteps, screams, and even visions of spirits appearing at odd hours of the day in the hallways. Most people have said that the tower was a hotbed for paranormal activity because of the legendary stories that have been told about the hauntings. The San Francisco Art Institute had at one point hosted an art exhibit based on the hauntings themselves. Mm. So the exhibit was fittingly named ghost of the tower and it was unclear when the hauntings had begun but it had long been a legendary story told from student to student so it's been watered down and it's unclear if there are still hauntings to this day but rest assured You may be bound to run into a student that may have visited the Mm. tower only to possibly tell you of an eerie or uneasy feeling they've gotten from the possible paranormal activity they have felt or witnessed. Even ghost hunters had first investigated the Institute in the 1960s after repeated accounts by construction workers who had heard various screams and noises. Mm. Some of them had refused to work after hearing stories of grisly accidents that had apparently happened prior to the renovation that they intended to do and Ooh. that is the san francisco
1: not the institute
0: yes mm. and the slamming of the doors wouldn't it be a bitch to like sleep in that institute bryce yeah again like <laughs> just let
1: me sleep like that's all i ask but on a screens, sleep scale of one so to five
0: on a sleep scale of one to five would you sleep there
1: uh <laughs> again there's really nowhere that i probably wouldn't sleep um Desperate times, I guess. (laughs) Desperate times, yes. (laughs) On a scale of one to five, though. Uh, With one being? The lowest. Oh, uh, would I choose to sleep there? No, a one. So one, okay. (laughs) But if I had to, I could make it work.
0: Okay, you can make it to a nice, easy three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, almost, yeah. Cal State, Channel Islands, and Scary Dairy is the second one. This one is really interesting. Mm. Oh, okay. So before Cal State Channel Islands opened, the campus was built to house the Camarillo State
1: Mental Hospital. Oh my god, of course it was.
0: <laughs> the hospital opened?
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Yes. Obviously, as every story is. Opening here. credits of the movie. Like, <laughs> all right. In California. Yeah. So the hospital opened in October 12th of 1936, although it started with only 410 patients wow. that year. It grew over 7,000 by 1957 and was considered to oh be God. the largest psychiatric hospital west of the Mississippi. Oh my God. Yeah. It gets even worse. The asylum helped people who were developmentally disabled Mm. as well as those with mental illnesses such as schizophrenia, autism, TB, or drug or alcohol addiction. Mm. Patients were rumored to have undergone electroshock therapy as well as other abuse such as immersion in tubs of hot water, followed by being wrapped in icy towels. Lobotomies were also supposed to have occurred on this location along with other rampant patient abuse and even negligent deaths patients were also often left alone in restraints heavily drugged alone in isolation rooms Nobody so by the no. 1970s yeah it's really bad the 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 past left mm-hmm. many scars and we'll touch the history on those of scars.
1: california mental institutions is Horrifying and fascinating because everywhere, Everywhere. yes, everywhere. But California has a very unique history with them, I think, too. And it's just like remember
0: Rockhaven, right? Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's just like these places. And then obviously with the abolition of those types of facilities in the '80s, they are we are dealing with. A homelessness crisis and a mental health crisis in this state as a direct result of those actions. Yeah. So it's this weird thing where I know I sound like a broken record, but once again, like the echoes of the past are the things that we are dealing with in the present. Always. And it's like, yeah, that's a very physical one, but like, of course, these places are also haunted. There's the amount of trauma that was happening in these places.
0: Like this mental hospital
1: abuse was a big thing.
0: and we'll see what it left behind. I'm
1: glad. I assume it's not a plate it's of muffins. Not,
0: <laughs> no, it's it's a plate of moldy muffins. Oh, okay.
1: Great. I yeah. might still eat them. Depending yeah, on how probably hungry. burnt. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I've had worse. <laughs> like, look, again. Okay. She hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, i sorry. just ran into my mind. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Bye-bye>. All
0: right. <laughs> Now, by the 1970s, the hospital came under a lot of criticism for its practices mm-hmm. and came under investigation, finally, yeah. for some of the past actions. And they were ordered to stop doing several of their procedures. Patient numbers began to dwindle slowly over the years until finally, on June 30th in 1997, at over 60 years of after first opening, the hospital closed its doors. Mm. So Cal State Channel Islands is then built in its place. And the first classes were offered in fall of 2002. Uh -uh. Although a lot of the campus is now used by the university, there are several buildings on campus still sitting unoccupied and unused. Uh. And they're long abandoned and they're really haunted. The whole entire place is haunted. That makes sense. So according to students, faculty, and staff, ghostly children have been heard laughing. (laughs) So more ghostly children. Items have been seen or been said to disappear in one location only to reappear in other rooms. Poltergeist-like activities such as having objects mysteriously be thrown at people have occurred. Doors have slammed shut sometimes on people and also mysteriously opened by themselves. Mm -mm. Phantom mists have been seen moving around campus at night. And residents have reported smelling odors that could only be that of a hospital. No. The sounds of scratching on the walls in some of the buildings has also been heard, and people have even reported taking pictures of windows into abandoned buildings and seeing faces staring back at them from the long unoccupied rooms.
1: No, no, no.
0: And then there are the ghosts so there are full body apparitions oh, oh yeah numerous phantoms have been seen particularly around or in the bell tower there is the ghost of a man who appears in the stalls of one of the women's restrooms sir i would fight or fight fight my ass would fight i'm sorry you gotta fight
1: we have to fight for this equality. is tinkle no. time
0: okay you do get not- out
1: of the women's restroom <laughs> you little know. creep Right? Ew. uh, Disgusting. Don't be a creep in the afterlife, everyone. PSA, don't be a creep in the afterlife. Yes. And here (laughs) too.
0: You can see his legs only to disappear when you open the door. Mm -mm. Now, a woman around the bell tower will ask for directions to the chapel before disappearing. In some of the abandoned buildings, students have reported running into a woman in a hospital gown who silently screams at them before vanishing. Oh, God. And a ghostly janitor haunts the school, the sound of his phantom keys jingling, alerting those (gasps) to his presence. The bus stop near the bell tower is also haunted by a ghost, and with all these ghosts so far, it comes as to no surprise that there's a woman in white. There's a woman
1: in white. There always is. She is
0: assumed to be a nurse who roams the bell tower's hallways, only to disappear when approached. Oof. Yes, and that's not the end of it. Oh, God. So connected to this mental hospital was a little dairy farm stop. that is now labeled... That
1: can't be real. Mm, yes. Oh, my God. It's
0: like, it doesn't oh stop. Like the you know Halloween what this trilogy. this mental is. hospital mm-hmm. is missing? A
1: dairy, dairy farm. Maybe, farm. Maybe they, like... Maybe the cows gave them something nice to look at. Yes, I and the plants
0: so. and everything. Yeah, so, I hope so they, a lot of people now call this scary dairy because you <laughs> see <laughs> Stupid, the pictures it. of it I online. I believe that's what
1: it's called when the McDonald's ice cream machine is, is broken. broken. <laughs> scary dairy.
0: <laughs> Me laughing as though I have a lung infection. <laughs> 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 Damn. All right. Burn.
1: It's freezer. been a while. It's been a while. I do want some McDonald's ice cream. Though. I
0: know. You're not going to get it because the not machine gonna get it. is still day. broken.
1: Heartbreaking. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, friends.
0: How do you feel? I feel like the McDonald's ice cream machine all the time. Broken. Huh? Broken. Always. Always. Right. So there's Scary Scary Dairy. <laughs> A.K.A. the McDonald's ice cream machine. Mm-hmm, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and we're not talking about those who are lactose intolerant also. Mm. All right. So a dairy farm was built next to the hospital in order to allow some of the patients Aww. to grow vegetables and or work with the animal as a for- animals as a form of therapy.
1: That's nice. And
0: this is now mostly ruined, heavily vandalized, Aww. and very unsafe. It has become known as scary dairy um, to many enthusiasts and paranormal... Uh, seekers mm-hmm. and investigators and yeah. ghost hunters. So those who venture there have actually collected chilling EVPs, have seen shadow figures. Oh, my God. Of cows? Have, uh, I, no.
1: Oh, God. That would be so cute. <laughs> that would be. That's forky. the only. Give me a ghost cow. Yeah, that's the only one that I'd be okay with.
0: Give me a ghost cow any day.
1: Cute. Yes.
0: Um, Shadow figures of what wow. they believe to be patients. They've even oh seen people in. I think there's been some accounts where they've seen people in hospital gowns.
1: That makes sense.
0: And um, there have been reports of scratches. Some people believe that there's a demon there. Oh, God, no. Well, (laughs) it's a cow. It's a cow. A demon cow. demon cow. Oh, God. But, I mean, when you go there to a location Mm. that's, you know, famous to be haunted, you have ghost hunters and people that don't know what they're doing and they're exacerbating something. Right. That, you know, shouldn't be called into an area like that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I see why people gatekeep locations because Mm. they try to prevent these, you know, YouTube ghost hunters going there with their Ouija boards or whatnot. Shock value. Yes. And now they've manifested something pretty negative there.
1: Oh, God. Mm -hmm.
0: And that is the story of... Cal State, Channel Islands, and Scary Dairy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So those are the two most haunted universities in California. And when I was doing this series on um, Mm -hmm. TikTok and I covered Channel Islands, I had a lot of people comment of their personal experiences. So here we go with accounts. Yeah. This is something that they deal with on a daily basis. Now let's go into a couple of famous high schools. Let's. Let's do it. All right, Pomona. We see you over there. We see Pomona, Red Devils. You guys got more uh, ghosts than you do devils, okay? Mm. So Pomona High opened in early 1900s, and your story, Pomona High, actually starts in 1956 when a fire engulfed the original Pomona High School, which I believe could have been on Holt Street or Gary Street, Mm. either or, and the entire school was relocated on the grounds of what was once known, get ready, stop, you ready? The Mares Cemetery.
1: Of course, like, come mm. on. At that point, you're just... You're what, in just the what
0: in the Carol Ann? What in the Carol Yeah, you're just
1: willfully, like, defying the odds of getting right. haunted. Like, come on, you know what's going to happen.
0: But I like to know what happened with the dead people. Yeah. What do they do with the remains? Right. Well, according... To historical records, the remains were all moved to Pomona Holy Cross Cemetery, and according to findagrave.com, it lists over 117 internments. But some people who go to school there claim that they're still finding more remains and more gravestones. Yes. So someone left Nana back there in the cemetery. Oh no. But it turns out to be a lot more graves missing. And it turns out there's more ghosts floating around the school, primarily in the high school band room. So students have claimed that the band room has a weird vibe that it may be very haunted that's
1: just because (laughs) of the band kids like come (laughs) on what is worse
0: speech or debate or band
1: i am a little biased because i was the dual president of choir and the thespian society in high school and a lot of my friends were in band so we crossed a lot of paths but i was never a band kid so i gotta go with band I know. I'm going to uh, get the hate Do you, comments okay, okay. rolling in. All right.
0: Do you think band kids are more intense than theater kids?
1: No, I don't. I think they're probably yes. more sexually active, but <laughs> I don't think they're more. Nobody is more intense than theater kids. As a former theater kid, a current theater kid, a future yes. theater kid,
0: nobody yes. is more intense
1: than we are. But yes, I think the band kids were more sexually active, for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: As we've seen depicted in American Pie, part one. Yes, that mm-hmm. is
1: not... That like much this one stretch. time in band, yeah, camp? Yeah. Not, band yeah, camp? Yeah, literally Yeah, band camp. There less. you go. That's
0: all we have to say. Uh-huh. The high school band room in Pomona mm-hmm. High is claimed to be haunted by a ghost who likes to open and shut the door. And there's another one that it's in a closet inside there. That likes to watch people play and undress. Oh my
1: God, these little perverts. I know,
0: what's up with these pervert ghosts? No. uh... Students claim that they don't like to be in that room by themselves or rehearse late at night. They feel like they're being watched. Mm -hmm. They hear weird knocks. They see the doors open and close by themselves, Mm -mm. and that's in Pomona High School. We move on to Cathedral High. This one is crazy. Oh God. Cathedral High School has some definite haunts and a lot of history. It's located in Los Angeles. And what in the damn poltergeist? From the early 1800s to the mid-1900s, Cathedral High School rested up, well, it now rests upon the old Calvert Cemetery, which held the remains of Pio Pico's wife, Maria, and even General Andres Pico. So, yes, even if you have some street cred, you can't rest in LA. Apparently not. You can't. But you know how the story goes in Los Angeles. The cemeteries fell into disrepair in 1920, and then it is given to the Christian brothers, and they finally decide why don't we just turn the land into Cathedral High School? So they did that in 1925. Oh, but what happened to the bodies? What happens yeah. to the bodies? Oh. Well, the bodies were transferred from the old Calvary Cemetery to the new Calvary Cemetery in East LA. So, back in 2006, there was a discovery of tombstones and bones in the football field. Oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> and a few months later, no. there were there were more bones and headstones that were finding that they oddly put on display in the high school. Stop. Yeah, they put the
1: <laughs> Oh my god. Stop.
0: To them, according to one of the students I was interviewed in a local news article, it's paying honor to whomever was buried there. So they put them on display in this in the front of the school. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. got some questions, but okay.
0: So is it haunted? Absolutely. According mm. to Scott Marcus's blog, Voices from the Grave, it turns out that he collected a few ghost stories from a former student. So according to his blog, the former student describes how the maintenance workers would hear and see some crazy stuff in the middle of the night. Mm. They would hear footsteps when no one is around and other loud unexplainable noises wow. so they were convinced because we disrupted the cemetery that there's a lot of pissed off people yeah yes another one Oof. is Shafee high school in ontario california Ooh-hoo. what's up ontario so a big shout out to all you tigers out there huh. now the school was originally started by two brothers william and george chafee Or whom I like to call Jorge Chafee. Uh And in the late 1800s, it first started out as an agricultural college. Hmm. Now, by the early 1900s, it was then called Ontario High School. But by 1911, it was opened up to more students who were coming in from Upland, California, to which it becomes Chafee High School. However, the school does have a haunted past. Mm with some pretty racist
1: ghosts. Well, it is Upland. So. Yes.
0: AKA the KKK. Yeah. Would, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So girl, in 1924, Shafee High School was the setting of a major Ku Klux Klan meeting where they inducted 130 people Yikes. and burnt crosses in front of the damn
1: school. Oh God, come on.
0: Yes. Now enough with the racist ghosts. <laughs> Let's start with some of the legends and ghost stories. So in 1927, this was an actual accident that happened in front of the school. So it turned out that a trolley car had collapsed with a car and this accident occurred in front of the high school. this accident claimed the life of a husband and wife. Oh, wow. The wife was taken instantly and the husband died on his way to hospital. Oof. And this story actually is true because I found a newspaper clipping of it and I'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah. But according to legend um, there happens to be a man with a period light hat who wanders in front of the school asking people if they've seen his wife.
1: Oh God and when
0: you answer him he just disappears. Shafee High School also has a haunted theater, and what makes this theater very interesting is that it's part of the original structure from when it was the Agricultural College. Some believe that there is an apparition of a woman who is seen on the balcony area of the theater, and she's dressed in white, another woman in white. And she's either seated or seen walking back and forth in the balcony area. Now, according to legend, people claim that this young woman was a student of the school who committed suicide by oh, hanging no. herself in the theater between nineteen twelve and nineteen thirteen,
1: mm. to which
0: is why she is now the theater ghost. Now, there's also a legend of a man who haunts the tower. There's a bell tower, they of believe. Course. It's another suicide that he hung himself in the bell tower and oh. he walks the bell tower. So people see weird flashes of light, shadow people, oh. and a green mist that surrounds the top of the tower. Ooh. Then finally, we have Bakersfield High.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that old place.
0: <laughs> that old place is very haunted. And here's why um, this is one of the most haunted high schools, in my opinion, in yeah. California. So the high school dates back to 1893 where it first opened, but before the high school was built, there was something else on the property that was called Kern General Hospital. And according to Bakerfield High School's archivist, Ken Hooper, if Kern General Hospital was formerly built on the site known as elm grove which is on the campus of bakerfield high Hmm. the hospital was torn down in 1893 just to make room for the first building on the current high school campus which is known to be the commercial building which ends up being demolished in 1936 now let's get into the haunted sections of the school um it's a section called warren hall that it has a lot of activity and warren hall was originally the bakersfield junior college building oh god which was built in three separate sections starting in 1929 to 1931, adjacent to California Avenue. So you already have a hospital that was built on the grounds of this place, followed by a junior college. So no, Lord knows what amount of energy has right. been absorbed there. A lot of hauntings primarily occur in Warren Hall. And it's so active that Bakersfield High School was was actually a part of a news Oh, my God. Back in the early to (laughs) mid-90s. Sure. So they interview this custodian by the name of David Villarreal. And according to David Villarreal, he cleans a lot of the hallways and classrooms in Warren Hall. And he states in the interview, I saw a body one night. It had no head, just a torso and legs. And it just started walking down the hallway. So I ran out, man. I ran out. Another custodian claims that one night while he was cleaning the hallway in Warren Hall, he heard what sounded like two people talking in one of the classrooms, except those rooms were locked. Oof. He said that he distinctly heard what sounded like two people having a full-on oh, conversation God. behind one of the doors. He had to unlock the door to enter the room. Ew. He turned on the lights and the room was completely empty. Oh. He looked underneath the tables. No one was there.
1: Oh, the door being locked is so creepy.
0: Yes. The theater oh. also has a lot of activity. There's a rumor that um, a man had fallen to his death while fixing a light. Oh. And his ghost is the one that likes to turn on and off the lights in the theater. Sure. Doing his job. Just doing his job like the regular theater ghost, as Love he that. should be. And even students have seen what looks like shadow figures around certain hallways. Oof primarily of course around Warren Hall oh, God, of course yeah <laughs> so those are some of the most haunted high schools Ugh. in California but Bakersfield definitely takes the cake you can find the video online on YouTube if you ha- if you just Google like Bakersfield High uh-huh. news hauntings you'll find it finally we have one that we're gonna close. Talk about children ghosts. Oh,
1: God, of course.
0: We're going to end it with Falls Vale Elementary in <laughs> oh no, not an elementary Forest school. Falls, California. Oh, God, not an elementary school. Oh, and this school is surrounded by forest. Ugh. Okay. One of the most eerie hauntings happenings is at the historical Falls Vale Elementary School in Forest Falls, California. It's nestled in a forest, and this old school's claim to fame has been in the tales of ghost children. Many oh, students and teachers have been reporting. So people have claimed to see these ghost children play outside of the school and within the forest. And these
1: apparitions emerge. Oh god, within the forest? Yeah, they
0: emerge from the surrounding forest. No! It's nothing but trees there in Forest Falls, hence the name Forest sure, Falls. Sure, sure,
1: sure.
0: Um, they move about and play, apparently interacting with the other school children. Oh my god. The children who currently attend the school take these ghostly encounters in stride. In fact, the ghost children are such a common occurrence that the children know their names. Stop. Is it possible that claims of an old abandoned school that is still on the property might hold the key to the mysterious Ghostly children. Some paranormal investigators believe that the building might be the hub of the activity mm. instead of the forest. Interesting. And that is the rest of the most haunted schools. Ugh, not ghost children of the forest. California. Oh. Oh, God. Are you going to sleep well tonight?
1: Not in the forest. (laughs) Like, no, I will not be going to the forest. Thank you.
0: I'm not going to Bakersfield. No No. one wants to go to Bakersfield. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. Forest ghost children.
0: I know. I saw that one. I'm like, no way. And I Googled it. Yeah. It's in the middle of a forest. I'm sure, yeah. It's just this little schoolhouse surrounded by forests. oh
1: god no 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 no
0: yes 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 i yes.
1: will not be going to that <laughs> elementary would you, school okay on yeah. a
0: richter scale on the sleep scale mm, no what <laughs> to five would you sleep?
1: <laughs> no there I, I don't think i could <laughs> not in a forest with children ghosts everyone who's
0: participated in this podcast knows that that's a hard no yeah, for bryce like, mitchell williams not
1: something about children well oh, give me the, go back to the cow ghosts those are cute i
0: know i would go to scary dairy and yeah, try to find but, like, and summon a cow ghost
1: A child in the woods that they know its name? Why are children so creepy?
0: Because they're like sponges. They are very vulnerable to see that. So, of course, they're like, you know, who's that girl coming from the forest? there's no
1: pretense with children. They will tell you what they are thinking.
0: Yeah. Or
1: seeing. Regardless of your feelings, like, they will tell you how they feel about whatever. (laughs) I just think about, like, that that lack of a filter and then also being more open and perceptive and, like, closer to the veil in many ways. Like, oh, God, it's a perfect storm of horror. Like, that's so creepy. Mm
0: -hmm. I think haunted schools are a perfect storm of horror. Yeah, I know.
1: It's crazy. Like, I wonder, the first one we talked about, and obviously we've talked a lot about the school that we worked at, like, there's got to be some correlation between... Dorms on campuses and hauntings because there's so much energy there.
0: Oh yes, it's all um, it's all cyclical. Yeah, you know it's all about. Having that energy, all the emotions absorbed. It's like a haunted theater.
1: And every year there's a fresh crop with fresh emotions and fresh meat and drama. I mean, if you think about
0: it, high schools like it's not just an old structure, but what they can manifest with the pupils that are inside, you know, especially with individuals going through one of the most vulnerable times of their life, your teenage years. I don't like high school. I didn't like my high school. I loved my university. I went to Loyola in New Orleans. Right. I cannot remember a majority of my time there. Right. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so I can remember Mardi Gras. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I on. had the best four years of my life there. High school, I was like, eh, I, I could care less yeah. for it. But yeah, you're going through so much stress. You know, am I yeah. going to get accepted to a new school? Will this group accept me? Right. Will I get, you know, in this team? Would I, am I going to pass, you know, pre Cal? Oh, which, God. trust me, you will never ever, ever use pre-cal in your life. No. Unless you want to go into chemistry and sciences. Yeah, that's great. But,
1: like, I'm not good at math. I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Pre-cal for me, oh
0: my god, it was never again. Yeah. No, thank you. Never needed it. No, No, I mean...
1: I can't think. I mean, I'm sure there are positions that use it, but that was just a no for me. That was a hard no for me, not too. Good at, Barely not, passed. Not, not good at the math. <laughs> I know. I was like, a C? I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do the C. All Thank I you. Care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a mostly like positive high school experience, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it still in a very positive way. There still was a lot of tumultuous, dramatic. I had a professor in college that used to explain it, and I think he was spot on that people in high school anytime they complain that like their parents don't understand I think that is true because in high school you are intimately familiar with the social workings of that school you're there the majority of your life I went to the same school district K through 12 I knew some of those people for 18 years of my life um so that you are intimately familiar your worldview you have an intimate knowledge they don't understand because they cannot understand how well students in high school that worldview is the size of a pin Mm. and then you get out and realize that the world is much bigger and you can choose the people that you hang out with and you can choose the kind of life you want and the direction absolutely whereas like in high school you're required to be there it's built in so like yeah there are people that i got along with in high school but like That was because we were in proximity to each other, doing the same thing, seeing Mm -hmm. each other every day on a set schedule. And I still am friends with some of them and follow them and all of those things. But it is a different world. There's a different energy in a high school.
0: Absolutely. Than
1: any other kind of like social interaction.
0: That's why I'm so intrigued with haunted schools. That's why I was like, we have to do one about haunted schools in California. I love the sci-fi show. You guys definitely remember it. School Spirit, where they talked about... (laughs) Uh, and reenacted uh, people who had very unusual paranormal experiences in universities and yeah. high school, and they were insane. Yeah. Yeah. There's one in my current job. I now work in uh, Playa Vista mm-hmm. at a big university, and we have a couple of ghosts as Amazing. well.
1: Well, and it's, like, kind of a classic trope, too. Like if Oh, you think absolutely. About like the vampire slayer, like, the high school on a hellmouth, and all of, like, you know what I mean? Like, there is yeah. such a classic like high school genre of horror and paranormal and all of those things like it really does converge into this like pop culture status symbol of like this is yeah you see it in easily, horror films yeah, and so shows it's always
0: around the high school around a university yeah. yeah so if you guys have any haunted school tales Ooh. yourself please forward them to hollyweirdparanormal at gmail. Well, it's about that time, guys, to take it to a close. We just want to say thank you all for tuning in to our episode and we wish you all a happy and safe Halloween. If you would like to tag us on your Halloween costume pics on Instagram, we would love to see them. If you're especially wearing a Little Bo Peep costume. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hilarious.
1: (laughs) Bonus points to anyone in a Little Bo Peep costume. Yes,
0: absolutely. You can follow Holly Weird Paranormal, guys, on our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Holly Weird Paranormal. Twitter at HWP Podcast. And if you have a few seconds to rate and review our podcast. You can do that on Apple. Um, podcasts yes. give us a five star rating write a really awesome review we would really appreciate it yes. and also if you love 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 if you love holly weird paranormal you want to support this holly weird paranormal train we do have a patreon page <laughs> you can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash holly weird paranormal for as little as one dollar or more per month you can be a supporter of our podcast yes. You could buy us coffee, help us with our host site. <laughs> we have coffee right now. And Bryce just bought me some yes. and I'm like loving it. And you'll be inducted automatically into our secret podcast society of Saturday Night Ghost Club, where you get to listen to real ghost stories that we collect mm. from people out in the streets. You'll also be gifted in pins, magnets, coasters, and even keychains and stickers as a thank you for your support. And if you want to learn more about Holly Weird Paranormal, you can head on over to our website, which is hollyweirdparanormal.com. You can get caught up with our past episode seasons, read our bios, and shop at our store, and even find our Patreon page there. Yes, Yes, there's so much more out there. Yes. A lot more. (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Stay sane. And most of all stay holly weird bryce do you have anything you want to play? bye bye
1: <laughs> bye
0: guys and happy halloween, happy halloween and sleep very well yes. tonight <laughs> bryce, no. i doubt you will absolutely no. not absolutely not no okay on a sleep scale of one to five would you are you gonna sleep well tonight
1: yeah i mean look it's always a five but <laughs> so maybe a four <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until one of your roommates like has like a horror movie playing in the background. Oh no,
1: they're always like, Did we wake you up? I'm like what? No. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a nightmare. All right, my guys. Bye. Take care.